Hey, this is Max from the Arkells, and you're listening to Underground Sports Philadelphia. What is going on, everybody? Welcome in to another episode of Victory Monday edition of Underground Sports Philadelphia. It is episode number 485. Coming in on that big five hunch quicker than we know. And uh, it's another Victory Monday, like I said, as the Eagles are now 10-1. and Only team with double-digit wins in the NFL as of this recording. And uh, I'm excited. And... Joining me back underground, who's like like we said the last time he was here, uh, it's kind of like a, a recurring guest character on this show, and it works for football season because he knows his football. The one and only host with the most coming to me from the Pitts Cave while I'm here in the underground studios, Mr. Patty Pitts. Champ is here, everybody. Thank you for having me back in the underground once again. The champ has finally made his return. Um, you know, but I wish I had – I'm not as in high spirits as you are because uh, your football team won this weekend. and um, I was rooting for your football team. I, 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 it, was, it came down to the wire, and I'm, I'm not happy with the refs. But the Eagles won, and uh, that's all that matters right now. Yeah. I'll talk about the Patriots tonight at 7. So Yeah, go check that out. Go support Patty Pitts at Pat underscore Pitts. Uh, we got a lot to talk about with the Eagles. The boy, the man, the myth, the legend, Isaiah Pacheco, continues to evolve into an NFL rock star, and uh, we're gonna talk. We're gonna talk some XFL with Pat Pitts because obviously you guys know we've got allegiances in the XFL now. Now that the OG underground athlete Jameel Demby is in the XFL, but Pat Pitts hasn't paid too much attention to who got drafted a couple weeks ago. But there's a lot of notable names. We're gonna go through some of that, and we're gonna have the very first inaugural. Uh, Pat Pitt's Power Rankings Top 10 Edition. It's going to be Top 10 because nobody cares about 11 through 32 in the NFL. It's, it's going to be Top 10, nice and easy. It's too many. It's going to be a fun time. So make sure you guys are following us on the socials at Underground PHI, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook.com slash Underground Sports PHI, Twitch.tv slash Underground Sports PHI. You can follow Pitts on Twitter at Pat underscore Pitts. You can follow me on Twitter at KBIZZL311. Subscribe to the podcast feed, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever the hell you get your podcasts. We are there. Leave a five-star rating and review. It really helps go a long way. I hope you guys all listened over this Thanksgiving holiday and pulled your phones out at the dinner table, told everybody to do it and to subscribe uh, because it means a lot. And make sure you guys subscribe to the Underground Sports Philadelphia YouTube channel where you get full video episodes of all of our podcasts on the network. Pat Pitts has a new project coming out in the new year that will be on our YouTube channel probably twice a week, as well as in short form that you won't want to miss. So nice little tease there. That's that's breaking news right there. That is kind of breaking news. That's breaking news without telling you the news. Exactly. We're, We're launching something at the beginning of the year. 
It's a lot. I, I'm really excited for it. I'm just going to say that. I'm just going to say I'm really So stay excited. tuned for that. And uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel because we're on that road to 1K. We need to hit 1,000 subscribers. Need it to happen. I think by the end of the year, I still believe, even though the end of November came up quickly on us, I think we can hit 400 subscribers on the YouTube channel before the end of the year. We're currently at 314. So tell 86 of your best friends to go subscribe. YouTube.com slash at Underground Sports Philadelphia. Smash that like button. Ring the bell icon. Comment down below on everything Pitts and I talk about on this episode. And uh, let's get into it. But big thank you to our sponsors who make this show happen. Main Auto LLC, Security 21 Security Systems, Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated, and the Dental Wellness Center of Vineland. But Pat Pitts, like we mentioned at the top, the birds are flying high. 10-1. and one. They take down the Packers 40-33. to 33. One Jake Elliott extra point make away from a nice little Super Bowl repeat score uh, of Super Bowl 52, but we fall an extra point shy. You know I got to talk about the bowl. I, I got to talk about I, it anytime I, I can. It. I understand. Just ricochet, ricochet shot. Uh, Damn. A, a lot to be happy about with this game. I think Jalen Hurts really, again, on top of last week, beating the Colts in the fashion that they did, you know, him carrying the team on his back. And then in this game, breaking all types of franchise and NFL records across the board, rushing for 157 yards on the ground, passing for 153 yards through the air. He's the first quarterback in NFL history. Let me say that again. The first quarterback in NFL history to do for 125 in the air and 125 on the ground in a single half. And then does it 150 and 150 in the game. I think he ranks fifth. I think it's the fifth of the fourth most rushing yards by a quarterback in a single game in NFL history. Uh, just, I mean, what more? What more do you want him to do? We we talked about this the last time you were on. Matt and I have talked about it. Yes, Patrick Mahomes is out there and is having a superb season. But like, what more do? These people out there that continue to doubt and create these stupid narratives about Jalen Hurts need for him to do to prove that this guy is an exceptional NFL quarterback. He should be the front runner for the MVP, in my opinion, and just continues to dominate week in and week out through the air with his legs. And he's just a full blown leader. Like, you can tell this team rides with Jalen Hurts and. There's no doubt in my mind that, like, especially if the Eagles finish this season with the best record in the NFL, which they're on pace to do, he should be the MVP. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Just because of the consistency, he's bad. I mean, it's just every week, Jalen Hurts is the one that's going out there. And to be honest, there's not a lot of QBs right now who are playing at that consistent level like Jalen Hurts is. And the thing is, he didn't even, like, he's obviously can throw the ball, whatnot, but. The fact that he went out there and attacked the Packers' biggest weakness, easiest weakness by far, and just running it down their throats and then handing it off to Sanders, Gainwell, even Boston Scott got in there as well. Like, I don't know. There's something about this Eagles team, man, that I just love watching. I mean, I'll, I'll watch Jalen Hurts run the football the whole game, 
And then it doesn't matter if he's throwing to A.J. Brown for my fantasy liking, but like Devonta Smith, Quez Watkins, who I used to shit on constantly, but now is becoming a pretty viable role, like a viable player uh, in that offense. It's like they're a fun team to watch. It's nice, and the defense ain't too bad either. Defense has been spectacular. Hopefully, uh, C.J. Gardner-Johnson uh, is okay after the injury. It looked like a rib injury is what they said, so hopefully he's okay there. Um, but you brought up the three wide receivers, and I just feel obligated that I have to uh, have to play this pits because it's mm-hmm. it's it's must it's appointment playing. We tweet that out anytime. Swole Batman, fast Batman, or skinny Batman scores a touchdown. That's their own multiverse of madness right there. Just no way to the link with them. You know, just, I'm, I, I can make as many puns. They're so, but just point is that just. They're so it, good. And like you said, so like good. Quez Watkins is so, like, I know I wanted to rip my hair out when he fumbled that ball against Washington, but like he's been so valuable this year in just like opening up the offense and allowing A.J. Brown to do what he does. Uh, not to be confused with A.J. Green, he do what you do. Um, and then. Devonte Smith, I think, is one of the most underrated wide receivers in the NFL. By far, which is oh, like absolutely. so difficult to do when you're a top ten pick and you won the Heisman as a wide receiver. But to the same like likening that Jalen Hurts is very underrated and very scrutinized. Like I feel like Devonte Smith continues to just be looked over as like an elite wide receiver. Well, it's because he was drafted as the one, and then once A.J. Brown came in, everyone's like, oh, well, A.J. Brown's now the one. And even going in as the one, like, they were like, oh, he's too small, he's too skinny, he doesn't have muscle. Like, he's proving everybody wrong week in and week out that, like, he's one of the best, like, possession receivers and, like, one of the more skilled route runners we've seen come out of the draft, like, over the last, like, four or five years. He burns corners, like, left and right. He's always open. So is AJ Brown, 1K always open. Shout out. So sometimes Quez Watkins too. I mean, just it's who unreal. Who missing in the wide receiver core? There's one other name I'm missing. Uh, well, Dallas Goddard's injured right now. I, and I, I knew it was kind of obvious last night in some spots that like this Eagles team misses him over the middle. Um, so hopefully Dallas will be back, you know, soon. Uh, don't know exactly how long the injury is going to keep him out. Thanks, refs. Um, but then you know. Miles Sanders catching the ball last night. Kenneth Gainwell can catch the ball. Boston Scott. Like, it was nice to see Boston Scott mixed in last night, too, because I feel like it changed the pace for all of the running backs. And uh, I thought it was very funny. The media asked Miles Sanders last night, who broke a personal, like, career rushing record. Like, he has ne- that's the most yards he's ever rushed for in a game. 143 yards on the ground for Miles Sanders. 21 carries, averaging 6.8 yards a carry, two touchdowns. That's First duo, Pitts, can you... I don't know if you saw this on the broadcast or not. I did. First duo to run for... Quarterback running back duo to rush for 100 and... I think it was 125 yards. Yeah, since uh, Kaepernick, since and, Kaepernick Frank and Frank Gore. Gore. Like, crazy. It might have been 140, actually. Anyway, it was that AFC... AFC. It was the NFC Championship game at Lambeau. Yeah. And they did it. First to do it since Cap and Gore, which is crazy. It's and Miles Sanders way. had two touchdowns. Yeah. Never did. thought I'd see the day of a multi-touchdown Miles Sanders situation. Uh, I don't think we were situation. at all at the beginning of this year. No. I don't think we had any high hope for him. No. A lot of people were questioning like if he would even like make it through the year as the starter. And he has had a career year. He's looked fantastic behind 
the best offensive line in football. Um, Jason Kelsey is just a beast and a behemoth. Lane Johnson has yeah. been unbelievable. That's what I was going to say is Lane Johnson put on a hell of I a I feel like you've come time. around on Lane Johnson a lot, too. I have to. Um, I don't really hold grudges anymore unless it's a good reason to. And Lane Johnson just saying that the Patriots don't have fun. I mean, cool. Like, that's everyone saying it. So, and I mean, he's good. So, like, if so, if he was terrible, then yes, I would still. But, like, Lane Johnson is one of the best offensive linemen in the league. He's throwing it right he's now. He's arguably, like, he's going to be a Hall of Famer. I think it's fair to say, like, they said it on the broadcast last night, and I knew it, and I was like, fuck, why are you saying this? You're jinxing it. He has not given up a sack in two years. Okay, well, I have a <laughs> vendetta against announcers jinxing. Especially things. fucking Chris Collinsworth. Well, Jim Nance is on my hot seat right now. Sidebar a second just because. There, you are on you CBS. Heard, yeah, you you definitely were watching this on Thanksgiving with your loved ones. Uh, when Jim Nance says, oh, screw an announcer's jinx. Literally said something along those lines and goes, Bagley hasn't missed all season, extra points or field goals. What's the next thing he does? Shankopotamus, right? I, <laughs> Shankopotamus. My cousin, I just looked at him and just walked out of the room. I was furious. That's Didn't unreal. even start yet. I was like just sitting at the table waiting. Like, I'm not doing this. I was so, I'm still mad at Jim Nance for that. Man, so Take tough. your announcement jokes. Um, and they lost by three, by the way. Just saying. Yeah, that's tough. Just, just that's saying. Tough. They, they lost. But they covered. They covered. Good teams win. Great teams cover. Damn right. Um, but yeah, Lane Johnson hasn't given up a sack in two years. You have Jordan Mailata, who I was talking to uh, Carmen Bryant, who is my boss at being a regional high school and my co-host on. Uh, she is the host. I just co-host and produce of Curtain Talk, our being a regional high school uh, podcast that's produced through Underground Studios. And I played Jordan Mailata singing for her. She was blown away. Wonderful. He is, dude. Did you? I mean, I'm sure you. The Eagles' offensive line released a Christmas album. I'm going. Wait, is it released? I knew it was coming. So the the first single released on Black Friday. Okay. And it is incredible. Is it on Apple Music? Yes. Okay, I'll go check. It is Jordan Mailata, Jason Kelsey, Lane Johnson, and I. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna get torched for this. Mariah Carey, who? This is the new Christmas song of the season. Well, I mean, Mariah Carey can't sing anymore. Let's be real here. I mean, she but you know how it's like. Oh, it's you know, Thanksgiving. Then boom, it's 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 Mariah Carey time. Nah, it's the Eagles O line time, bro. Non Philly, right? Dude, in the album cover, they made Lane Johnson, Mylotta, and Kelsey Peanuts characters. Oh, that's it's in the details. (laughs) And then the tree topper is the dog mask. It's incredible. Wow. I mean, that's so good. I need that on a t-shirt. Speaking of t-shirts, that's what we call a segue. Uh, We're recording this on Cyber Monday, but this goes no matter what. Our amazing merch partners are one of the sponsors of this show. PHI Apparel Company, Underground Sports, is brought to you by them uh, with their unique designs you know, for the great fans of Philadelphia and for the great fans of Underground Sports. That's right. Our official merch is all through PHI Apparel Company. There's no doubt you guys are going to stand out in the crowd, whether you're going to a game, going to a watch party, heading over to, you know, the local bar, whatever it may be. 
you got to rock your PHI Apparel Company merch. You got Underground Sports Philadelphia merch for all of our podcasts now. Go check it out. Cyber Monday. Use our code UNDERGROUND when you shop at phiapparel.co for 10% off. That's promo code UNDERGROUND. 10% off phiapparel.co. You get the Underground Sports OG logo that's always behind me here. You get the Outside the Box logo. Top bins, uh, streamer season, getting the, the getting the whole love park logo, which I think is one of our best logos across the board. Um, and this is the first time that streamer season, getting the whole, and top bins have had merch ever. This is the f- first edition merch for them. So go check it out. They've also got great Eagles merch. They've got great uh, Phillies, Flyers, Sixers, Union, some great stuff. I know I sent Pitts one. There's a there's a, a spoof on a, uh, a subscription website Favorite that everybody app, you know an app that you might download. Only P H A N S. There it is. Uh, that shirt will be getting copped ASAP. Um, they're also going to be part of our live tailgate series that we're going to be doing during Philly season. Uh, first one, April 8th, 2023. So shout out to PHI Apparel Company uh, for being our merch partners. But you brought up A.J. Brown pits, and <laughs> the fumble last night drove me crazy again because it's been a, uh, it's been a occurring thing now that, or I should say recurring thing, that A.J. Brown's been fumbling lately. But then after the game, come to find out, A.J. Brown was sick all week, lost seven pounds from throwing up, and burst a blood vessel in his eye from throwing up so hard. There's a picture of him that I'll put in post from the locker room when he's getting interviewed. His eye was like the color of Elmo. It was that red. And I was like, how did he see anything while he was playing? So... With experience in this, actually, because, of course, I have experience in blood vessels in my eye. Uh, I threw up too hard in high school. I still low-key do. And one time I was sick for a week in high school doing the same thing. Popped a blood vessel in my eye and had a track meet the next day. And my He's a eye, runner. He's a track star. I More of a throwing. I don't run. You think I ran? Uh, so it was like red like in the, the bottom here and then there was that weird yellowish like you know how you like get a bruise and that mm-hmm. weird yellow color that was in there too and it's at the Oof. bottom of my eye it's not a vision thing really like it's a wanda it, thing it's kind of <laughs> yes exactly yeah damn it um the ones that get it get it the ones that it. don't don't um but it's very it's just weird like it is a weird look and the fact that he lost seven pounds too like dude that's tough to it's come brutal. back and do that. like you sick i don't know like just speaking from experience and you have to play an nfl game i barely competed in a stupid high school track meet and this man had to go out there so like props to him for doing that and when i heard when you told me that i was like all right the fumble isn't that big of a deal because he did score yeah and he made a lot of us happy dude that picture of him too with the toe tap beautiful Chef's kiss, man. What a great catch. Um, But, yeah, I mean, this game overall, solid. You know, I think preseason when Matt and I did our predictions, like, 
the Packers was like the number one like concern going into the season because it's always Aaron Rodgers. Like you can't ever like count him out preseason. Um, but I'm looking here at our preseason predictions. Matt had the Eagles going uh, through November two and one, three and one, two and two. So that's what, two, five, seven, and four. And then he had them overall at 11 and six. Not They're going to far surpass that, hopefully. Uh, but funny enough, I had them going three and oh in uh, September, three and one in October. Three and one in November, two and two in December, one and one in January, uh, which has them. For my prediction, I fell. If I would have said four and zero in November or four and zero in October, I would have had the Eagles' record correct right now. <laughs> That's I had them at nine and two through November. They're ten and. Yeah, I, remember, I remember us talking about this because that's when I placed my future on the Eagles, uh, and I have the date for that May twelfth or something uh, that I placed the bet. And we were talking about this team that they could turn some heads this year, and they've done a lot more than just that. After last night defeating the Packers, here's my thing I want to go off of because I've been calling the Packers' demise for like two years now. You I'm have. saying Aaron, I, Aaron Rodgers is, is done, and it's not because of him personally. It's the whole organization. It's just on that decline. I mean, for Jordan Love to go in that game and kind of give them a chance at the end where you were like, oh, is Yeah, that was concerning. I was like, why are we making Jordan Love look good? That's what I'm saying is that you're like, is he really going to do this? And Rodgers doesn't go back in, and then he addresses the media, and he's like, yeah, well, if they tell me I'm good, then I'll play. It's like, should you, though? Like, that's I'm really over how they coddled and were begging Rodgers to come back when they just were kind of kicking him out the door to begin with. And you have Jordan Love, and everything's kind of in place for, I'll say, a nice rebuild, you know, a steady rebuild, would say. And Rodgers is just the the thorn in that side. Dude, I am so done with the Packers and the fact that they hopefully and probably will finish with a lower, a worse record than the Detroit Lions is such a great sort of F you to Rodgers and the entire Packers organization that you probably should have made a couple different decisions in the past because, oh, I'm so over it. I'm so nice. And especially when... They lose against the run. When the Eagles put up three hundred was three sixty-three? I believe yeah, three sixty-three. Three sixty-three rushing yards against them. That's just like your run defense cannot stop a nosebleed for God's sake. Run the Eagles run. And that's all they did. Jalen Hurts just was whatever he wanted, doing whatever he wanted with them. Miles Sanders, for God's sake. And then but I just Packers suck. I'm just saying. I'm just, I could go on and on, but Packers suck. Finally happening. And Rodgers just, I think Rodgers should sit the rest of the year because they're not, they're not out of, they're out of the playoffs. Pretty much. What's the point? Pretty much. DJ's going to love that. Love that rant. Well, I, to be fair, DJ has been saying that the Packers were not going to be good this entire year since the preseason. So. Okay, at least I have someone on my side there. Here we go. Uh, but yeah, I mean, 
it's it's very obvious that like there's two teams that are up here in the NFL right now. It's the Eagles, it's the Chiefs doing their thing. Because uh, the Bills have kind of taken a, a a little bit of a tumble, you know, with a with a couple losses there. I still think the Cowboys are frauds. It's you know, who have they really like? Sure, they dominated the Vikings, but I also think the Vikings are frauds. Um, yeah, I think the Vikings are one of the most fraudulent like nine and two teams of all time. Um, yeah. The Giants are not very good. Do you think the Giants are better than the Vikings? Ooh, good question. Um, I think they're like very similar. Yeah, I like can't. They're eerily I, similar. Like yeah, the Vikings I, have a better defense than the Giants, I think. That I will absolutely agree with. Yeah, it's just. But the I offenses the are very are similar. Very similar. The Giants are way better coached. And that's why they yeah. are the record they are. Whereas the Vikings. Their record is because of Justin Jefferson and they're upgraded. Because Dalvin Cook has been terrible this year. Dalvin Cook has really had a down year. He's been They're terrible. figuring him out. They're really figuring – I wanted to ask you this. Have you seen a lot of, like, equaling out parity this year where, like, the stars that, you know, would be dominating elite guys are just middle of the pack? Like, they're not bad by any mm-hmm. means, but they're just, like, vanilla. Yeah. Hundred percent. I feel like it's it, the league is really evening out. Where like games, you don't see overs as much. I mean, the fact that Seahawks Raiders was a shootout, I I loved it. But like Geno Smith and Derek Carr in a shootout right now, like it's just a we. It's a very weird year. Mm-hmm. And I think you know, it, it's just so funny that like. All these teams have great records, and like, sure, Bill Parcells, you are what your record says you are. But like, the Vikings are frauds to me. Like, they they do not scare me, especially when the playoffs roll around and everything's in prime time. Uh, and then the Cowboys don't scare me. Like, sure, Micah Parsons is good, but there's me. ways to beat them. You go right at them, you beat their defense. Um, Dak has been awful. Like, he has not been good this year. He has not been, like, a typical top seven quarterback Dak year. He's been very mediocre. Um, Is he hurt? He was. Like, he missed, like, five games with that thumb injury because Cooper Rush played. That's true. And And Cooper Cooper Rush Rush led them. Cooper Rush was, like, arguably better. (laughs) Coaching. Kellen Moore. I mean that's that. He stinks. Is, no, I think Kellen Moore is more. He's very overrated. I think that's the eagle in you. I, no, I think he's, no, I've I've thought that for a while. Like, really, he's, he's a very overrated offensive coordinator. Really, because I think the, I think he's done a great job, especially because Dak is not a shining star by any means of the league. I also can't believe kind of, anybody on the Cowboys coaching staff is actually calling plays because Jerry Jones is there. That's very. I you think that they have a signal up in the Jerry's got to walk you talking. It's like, all right, fellas, do a run here, and then it's Dak just calls the run. Yeah, hundred percent. Uh, 
Well, we have breaking college football news. Not that we ever talk about college football, but it's been on the Twitter timeline. So uh, it does not look like Lane Kiffin is going to Auburn. Really? <laughs> yeah. Breaking news. Hugh Freeze has agreed to a deal to become Auburn's next head football coach. Who? Hugh Freeze. That's Who? that is an alias for a superhero. What? He was the head coach at Old Miss from 2012 to 2017, and he was most recently the head coach of Liberty. From Liberty to Auburn? That's a what jump. A, what a slap in the face to Cadillac Williams. <laughs> He's the interim right now. Is he really? Yeah. Oh, that is a slap in the face. Why don't I just rival Cadillac Williams? That's what I'm saying. Put me in the caddy, baby. Um, Matt Rule in Nebraska. Crazy. I think that's weird. Crazy. I don't know. I, I don't like that signing. Uh, Can't tell you why, but just bad feeling. <laughs> we're going to do a brand new segment while Pitts is on, and we're going to have this on social and everything moving forward, but it is... The Pat Pitts Power Rankings brought to you by the homies over at Trophy Smack. No better way to upgrade your fantasy smack talk than with our friends at Trophy Smack. Uh, They've got belts. They've got rings. They've got trophies. And they've got new wall art. That's right. They've got metal wall art to upgrade your fantasy smack talk to a whole new degree. And right now... While you guys are listening to this, hopefully it'll be out before Black for, or you know Cyber Monday is over. Uh, you can get fifteen percent off their new Wall Smack metal wall plaques with code FUNDAY15. That's F-U-N-D-A-Y fifteen to get fifteen percent off at TrophySmack.com/underground. That's TrophySmack.com/underground for fifteen percent off the new Wall Smack metal wall plaques. With code FUNDAY15. So what we're going to do here is, you know, everybody thinks power rankings are a joke. And it's very obvious that they are. So we're going to have some fun with power rankings. Pitts is going to give us his top 10 NFL teams right now in his power rankings. Obviously, Monday night isn't happening. But Pitts, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that the Pittsburgh Steelers and Indianapolis Colts are not in your top 10. I'm going to break the news now. They're not. They uh, are not going to make the top 10 this week, so I think we can go go ahead with this. So the top 10 here, there's going to be some legitimacy to it, and then there's going to be some top 10 yeah. in the eyes of Pat Pitts and how he's viewing the NFL right now. So Pitts, let's start from the bottom and work our way up. The inaugural Pat Pitts Power Rankings brought to you by Trophy Smack. Your number 10 for the week of... Was we going 11. into week 13? Thir- Are we really going to 13? Well, I'm behind. Uh, so I'm going to go 10 as my team. I think the Pats. Okay. They're, they're still in the hunt for a playoff. They're better team than the Jets. And the Jets dominated last week or the, uh, against the – who did they play? I'm, why am I blanking? Bears. The Bears. And the Bears think. So a, I, one screwy touchdown call – is going to be the black mark on what should have been the Mac Jones coming out game. That was easily his best game of the year, hands down. And don't give up on this Patriots team yet. So they got 10. They're my 10. So the Patriots clock in at number 10. Number 9. 
Number nine. I'll go to the NFC. We'll switch it up here. Um, oh, where is it? I'm not going to lie. You know who I want to really a fan of this year? Seahawks. And I, was I, not, I don't hate that. I was not a fan of them going into this year. I'm pretty sure if you go into the archives of the uh, Loaded Box pod, I've been on record saying they're going to be terrible. But just like everything else in the world, it loves to prove me wrong. So, Geno Smith, they didn't win against the Raiders. They should have, though. Uh, Josh Jacobs kind of uh, tore that one down himself. But the Seahawks, they, I think, could make not – they could win the division in a sneaky way because they have a better offense overall than the 49ers. The 49ers' defense is just carrying them. Seahawks, dark horse to win that division. They'll be at nine. I don't hate that. Who we got for for eight? I'm going to go eight. Stick. I'm going to go back to the AFC. I'm going to go Jaguars. The right Jaguars. I, what a win against the Ravens, huh? Like, what a way. Dougie P with the biggest brought, balls. Brought the big balls down to Jacksonville. The fact he went for two, gets it, and then they just tease a Justin Tucker game-winning field goal, and he just misses it by inches. Kind of loved it. I kind of love the Ravens losing. Hate, hate seeing Lamar lose, but when he's in, motor, in the Motor City next year with the Lions, it's not going to be. We're not going to have to worry about Lamar's tweet. What, yeah, what it um, something about the kid with the dicks? No, I did not see his oh, tweet about he, eating dicks. Um, he came with somebody good. I'll pull oh, it up. Yeah, yeah, pull it up because I I don't remember his verbatim, but yes. So Lamar Jackson last night responded in a tweet to somebody, uh, and said. I want to read this verbatim because it was very funny and I hope Lamar did not delete it because to tweet and delete would be yeah that's a bummer you gotta own it you gotta own your tweets you should see my Facebook memories those things eighth graders should not have social media <laughs> going back in Facebook memories and seeing like oh, truth no, is hitting the HTC hit the cell like those are abbreviations we should have just never had well, while I look for this, give us your number seven, Pat. Number seven. I'm going to put the Commanders at seven. Ugh. I know. I know it's going to ruffle some feathers, but we're getting, we're, you know, at the bottom half, the fun side of this power rankings right now. And Taylor Heineke beating the Falcons, I think this was a weird game where they just continue going and keep getting like maybe one or two more wins. Obviously, they may not do. They may not make the playoffs, and if they do, won't really do. Hey, if much. the playoffs started today, every team in the NFC East would make the playoffs, and that's <laughs> ridiculous. Where were you all last year when you were shitting on the NFC East for being bad? Give that same energy to that garbage NFC South division this year, or AFC West division. That too. I have the tweet, by the way. Okay. Someone tweeted when someone is asking for over two hundred fifty mil guaranteed, like at Lamar Jackson's Twitter handle. Uh, games like this should not come to at Justin Tucker's Twitter handle. Let Lamar walk and spend that money on a well-rounded team. So Lamar responded, uh, and that came from at Castle Will Kill. Uh, Lamar Jackson responded and said, Boy, STFU, 
Y'all be capping too much on this app. MF never smelt a football field, never did shit but eat dick. Yeah. Never smelt a football field. That's what I remember from that. God, I love Lamar. He's so good. I oh, I love when he throws some shade at the fans. So the commanders at number seven. Who is your number six team? My number six team are the Titans, and this is where we're gonna be on the middle of that fence of like, haha, kind of serious but joke. And then, all right, we're into like legit tough showing now. for the Titans this week. It is, but here's the thing: I think they're good, and they have potential to make like maybe a one win, maybe two win playoff run. But I just don't know with their defense. Um, their defense is bad. It's not good. And the fact that it's Derrick Henry and then Tannehill being game manager with Bob Woods and Traylon Burks. And he's been worse than a game manager this year. He's not been good. I mean, the fact that they won games with a 1A game, I think, with Malik Willis. And just like, it's Derrick Henry's team. So They are they, very Derrick Henry or bust. It really is. And it's just all the side of. How hot is Derrick Henry at the time? Um, so, yeah, they're at six. My five, I'm going to go with the Dolphins. The Dolphins are interesting to me. I think Tua is my number three for the MVP right now behind Hurts and Mahomes. I think Tua is legit. You know, I, I got a lot of flack for being a Tua stand for years. Uh, but after I saw that video when they flipped his uh, throwing motion – so it looked like he was a righty. It's just the lefty oddness that a lefty quarterback can be that accurate in the throwing motion, whatever. He's good. Like he can, he's very accurate in the fact that he has Waddle and Hill on each side. And it looks like the Dolphins actually are trying to use the run game, uh, where they have really been terrible at that in years past. Defense not bad too. I that would be the one team that get, makes me nervous in the AFC East. Um, and then four, I, I, I'm going to, I want to say bills. I'm going to go bills too, just cause it, I, they're good. But I said at the beginning of the, the year that they start out so hot, they were starting out so just dominant. And then it's that, you know, they showed their cards too early in a way. Now they're starting to get a little bit weaker. Vaughn Miller went out with that injury too. Uh, they can't run the ball. They can't run the ball, which is the other side of things if you want to be a full, complete championship team. And, I mean, if you're – James Cook is doing all right, but, I mean, Devin Singletary is being used more in the passing game than his run game. Um, so it's just not going to work. Um, three, I'm going to go with the mm, NFC. I'll go Cowboys at three. I'm going to go Cowboys at three. Because unlike yourself, I think they they are a good team and they could make. They're fine. They're fine. You know, they're not gonna. I think go to. The I think they are. Goal. They have been absolutely pathetic with the public courting of one Odell Beckham Jr. Oh, it's terrible. Oh, it's, it's disgusting. Awful. There's no. But I did like how Jerry Jones said that we have a pretty good wide receiving core. So it's like, all right, maybe they can. So then, Jerry, why are you putting out stories on your team's? Official social media account recounting Dak's recruitment of Odell Beckham Jr. It's weird. Huh. It's weird. It's weird. Um, my number two is the Chiefs, obviously. Um, I don't really need to explain that one. Uh, 
Pat Mahomes. That's it. Travis Kelsey, Isaiah Pacheco. Boom. And then number one, the Eagles. Um, not even close. The Eagles are just, I would say, the most complete team right now watching. Their run game is finally coming together with Miles Sanders. Jalen Hurts is dark horse MVP, top three MVP candidate in my eyes. And that defense, too, is, I mean, obviously the line, but Darius Slay has been phenomenal this year. And it's CJ's been great. CJ's been great as well, leading the league in interceptions. Dude, your boy, Ndamukong Sue, is now a bird. That's so weird. I love him. I love him already. See, I, 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 I never liked him, even when he was on the Lions. I love him. He's such a dick. He's so good. He's such a family man now. They did a. Th- oh, they they talked to him happened. like for a story for like the thing, for the game last night, and he said he had just moved to Florida this month, was like pseudo retired, and then the Eagles called, and he said he wanted to. The only reason he was coming back because he wants another ring, so that way his twin boys don't have to share a ring. Power move, power move. I I like that. That's that's inner dad strength right there. It is, and that's just. Full arc. That just talk about your character arc development is just love it. He's been great on Twitter too. Like love, love, love me some and Dominican Sue, uh, and Linval Joseph for that matter. I Uh, like Linval Joseph. I I was always very, very fun. Love that. That's Chris Long's profile picture too. Is Linval with the the oxygen mask and the sunglasses? (laughs) I love Chris Long. Oh, that's. Here's Pat Pitts' Power Rankings Week 13 edition. It's always top 10, and it's through the, the eyes of one Patrick Pitts. Eagles, Chiefs, Cowboys, Bills, Dolphins, Titans, Commanders, Jaguars, Seahawks, Patriots. I think I only disagree with – I would I would have the Seahawks ahead of uh, a couple teams. I'd probably have the Seahawks at six uh, if I'm just including these teams. Um, move the Titans back a little bit because Derrick Henry got shut down against the Bengals. Um, I would probably conjure a way to include the Bengals on this list. I feel like they're starting to hit their stride. Um, Because a lot of people, a lot of people are down on them. And then I went and looked too. And a lot of people have looked going into this week and where they are after this week, they have the same record they had last year when they went to the Super Bowl. (laughs) Okay. So yeah, it's basically, okay. It's just the Bengals. Um, and I think I the only is. other team I would include, I'm like going through the teams in my brain. Um, oddly enough, I think the Chargers are a top 10 team right now. Found a way to win, which like relatively Justin Herbert and the Chargers don't find a way to do. Um, beat a bad Cardinals team. Um, yeah, that's the Cardinals stink. They, they stink. They're bad they're bad they're cursed i've i said this yesterday they're cursed they have to be they stink it's kyler that contract if all right as matt said months ago he's the ben simmons of the nfl if okay what's the right <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna look to see and they're four that and eight. Is most accurate sentence i've heard in a while they're four that. and eight four and eight also, nothing will make me laugh harder than when Buddha Baker is giving like the the passionate locker room speech on Hard Knocks. Where he's like, "I'm tired of fucking losing, man," and then they just go into full blown Our Father like prayer and goes to credits. It's one of the funniest fucking things ever. My man is going in on his teammates, crying, yelling, 
angry, cursing, and then drops to a knee, starts talking to God. <laughs> Call God, baby. Call God. Man's on speed dial. Oh, that's dude. I just, so, I dude, I them. burst out laughing when I saw that clip. Kingsbury needs to be fired. Yeah, he stinks. He's not good. If anything, it's him, not Kyler, but Kyler is 1B in their issues. They need, like, a coach that's going to, like, elevate him because Kyler just does not respect Cliff. They need a Ron Rivera. Yes and no, because I don't think Ron has it anymore as, like, a full-blown coach. Like, he's got the, the X's like and, it. like, yeah. Like, Ron's got, like, the, the locker room type situation, but I don't think Ron has the full-blown, like, 2022 Rolodex of X's and O's. Like, the commanders are very predictable, which we've talked about. Predictable. Like, it's run the ball, get, like, five yards, and then throw it to Terry McLaurin. Yeah. <laughs> That's their game plan. Terry McLaurin. Um, uh, yeah. So, yeah, there's the inaugural Pat Pitts power rankings. We'll put those out every week uh, and make everybody go crazy on social media. I would love to see, just because no one knows how my mind works, and I don't even know sometimes. So, to see people, like witness it in that and be like why are you having this team there it's like because this reason it's like what is that it's like let's get some people let's get some heads talking heads and it gets head the people bowling. going what's wrong but it's provocative Great. so pits we uh we had mentioned at the top of the show that uh you know we have some xfl allegiances now due to the boy the underground athlete himself, Jamil Demby, now in the XFL. But you haven't paid too much attention to when the draft went down to see the players and everything. And I was just scrolling through, I want to say last week, before we recorded OTB with myself and DJ. Go check that out. Uh, there are some very notable names in this rendition of the XFL run by Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Yeah, my hero. Yes. Uh, I feel like we're going to I feel like we're gonna tune into the XFL. A bit, especially oh, with will. your new project. Um, oh, absolutely. I'll be tuned in. Before we start, though, I wanted this little funny story about XFL. When we were getting into training cards uh, in the whole card pack, uh, I saw at Target XFL tra trading cards. No way. Uh, so I op bought a pack and opened it. And for a whole year, I kept a card of Jerry Glanville in my wallet at all times. <laughs> Shout out Jerry Glanville. I love Jerry Glanville. He's such a like I would see the old uh NFL films mic'd up of him, and it's just like I can't get enough of him. And I just was like, I need to carry this in my wallet at all times. That's time. unreal. <laughs> Our XFL Is uh he still in it? I'm not sure. We'll find we'll, out. We'll find out. Let's let's Our out. XFL conversations brought to you by the official beer of Underground Sports Philadelphia, Kenwood Beer. It's Philadelphia's number one light lager. Uh, go to KenwoodBeer.com. Use that all-new and improved Kenny tracker to see who's got Kenwood Beer on tap in the Philadelphia area. And right now, Cyber Monday, if you buy a hoodie on Kenwood's website, you get a free Kenny carrier. It's not a bag. It's a Kenny carrier. You get it for free. Free shipping. KenwoodBeer.com. you got to be 21 or older to do so. And, of course, please drink responsibly. Pitts, uh, I'm going to start with the offensive skill position players because that's what everybody loves. Um, the first name here. That is incredible, and I'm so excited that he's playing. Uh, the fifth pick of the offensive skills portion of the draft, going to the Vegas Vipers, who we are sort of kind of rooting for. Martavis Bryant is back. No way! 
Martavis Bryant is weapon. back. Weapon. That certified weapon. A lightning bolt on the field. So excited. Uh, the next one, Houston Roughnecks with the eighth pick of the offensive skill players from Central Florida, former NFL running back Adrian Killens. Don't remember him. I remember he was like bounced around a bit. Uh, I forget what teams he played for, but I remember the name. Uh, moving here, let's see. And there's some great names in this league, by the way. Great oh. names. You have to if you're the XFL. Um, seeing here, don't remember anybody from there. There's a guy, Lawan Winningham. Great That's a name. great name. Great name, Lawan Winningham. That's interesting. Um, what position is he? Wide receiver, I think. All right. Looking at the next page here. we got so here's one that dj and i talked about from alabama a&m playing for the orlando guardians octavius miles but not how you think it's spelled not how you think it's spelled dr octavius octavius o-c-t-a-y-v-i-u-s octavius electric it's Octavius. I kind of like that. Absolutely incredible. Um, DC defenders from Western Kentucky. Lucky Jackson. Lucky Jackson. That's a hell of a name. Then moving to the defensive backs. We've got from Jackson State, CJ Holmes. Okay. Name I do remember that familiar. name. I, that's You'll remember this one. From Pittsburgh State, Kansas. The Arlington Renegades, Devonte Bosby. Okay, yeah. Former. I remember that. He's a freak. Yeah. Um, looking here. I can't wait for this league. <laughs> I can. This is like right up your alley. This is. Per- I mean, The Rock is heading it, of all people, and then it's just. I think it's going to be an up graded version of like AAF. Yeah, 100%. I think it's going to be very similar to the original XFL from 2020 and just like enhanced with more money. You know what they need to bring back? I know they can't do it because, you know, big concussions really on their ass. But the original when they XFL would XFL kickoff. <laughs> the XFL kickoff and they would just run at each other. He hate me. I, I what if hear me out. What if they did it with like hamster balls? Or like they found a way to make, like, wipe out, just like with protective headgear or something, where we can just have two guys just run at each other full speed playing uh, kill the man with the ball. That's unreal. That would uh, be awesome. <laughs> the Arlington Renegades, also from Florida, Will Hill. NFL. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Will Hill. Then the Vegas Vipers defensive back. This is an all-time DB name from Cal State Sacramento. My man's name is Mr. Harriel. M-I-S-T-E-R is his first name. I, I want to shake his hand. Mr. Mr. Harriel. What a name. 
That is a hell. And if like D back to shut down, you got shut oh, down. Oh, yeah. Mister. Okay. We've got for the Seattle Sea Dragons from Louisville, Quint- uh, Quinterio Cole, Q W Y N N T E R R I O, Quinterio Cole. What a name. All name team hall. These names are just absolutely electric. The DC defender, Santos Ramirez. Yep. That's, Great name. That's a hell of a name. There's a. It looks like there's a lot of former like Miami Dolphins from these headshots in this league as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vegas Vipers drafted Nick Pickett from Oregon. I remember him. Okay. Um, Cameron Lewis for the Arlington Renegades from Louisiana State. And then the Orlando Guardians from Tennessee, Shaquille Wiggins. Great right. name. Oh, just a great name. Yeah. Um, I agree with that. Definitely somebody else I remember. From the NFL that got drafted. Uh, the Arlington Renegades from Valdosta State, Donatello Brown. That's a name you don't hear anymore. Great name. Great don't name. Don't hear that name. Donatello. Donnie. Oh, great name. Then we go to the defensive front seven. Here's a name you know. Going to the Vegas Vipers. The Vegas Vipers team got some talent, brother. Loaded. Vic Beasley is oh, in yeah. the XFL. Yeah, I remember Vic Beasley. Vic Beasley. That's incredible. Elijah Ponder. Uh, who else do we have here? Um, I wonder how many like people from the old XFL are... Yeah, in right. The, in this version. Because this is more like developmental for the NFL, right? That's what they were yeah. saying it's going to be, which I like that. They finally do have some like minor league type league for that. Bruce Hector, mean, former Eagle, going to the Arlington Renegades, defensive okay. lineman. Okay. Here's a great name from Toledo, Seattle Sea Dragons, Tuzar Skipper. Tuzar? T-U-Z-A-R. Linebacker. <laughs> Great linebacker name. Um, I feel like you remember this guy just because of his name, and I, I feel bad because this guy probably got bullied so much. Went to the Naval Academy. Linebacker. Houston Roughnecks. Diego. I'm pretty sure it's pronounced Fago, but it's F-A-G-O-T. <laughs> yep, I re- that dude I remember got bullied. Him. Yep, that dude got bullied. Uh, LaRon Stokes is in this league from Oklahoma for the Vegas Vipers. Uh, Vegas Vipers have a lot loaded, of loaded team. Um, Jawan Johnson for the Vegas Vipers. I remember, I remember Jawan Johnson. Okay. And let's move to the offensive line. We've got anybody here. Let's see. Any big name or not big? Name. Great name here from Texas Tech, DC Defenders, TJ Stormont. Stormont is a good name. Great That's offensive line name. Very powerful name. Uh, Demarcus Hayes. I remember him when he played at Georgia. He's playing okay. for DC. Uh, let's see here. Steven Gonzalez from Penn State. He got drafted by St. Louis. He's also friends with the homie Jamil Demby. Oh, okay. Um, 
Oh, here's another great name for the Vegas Viper. South Florida offensive lineman. Quintarius Eatmon. Q-U-I-N-T-E-R-R-I-U-S. Quintarius Quint- Eatmon. Quintarius. As an O-lineman, that's a great last name. He's eating, eating, eating all those mon. Eating Frank Ball. Great Frank- offensive line. Frank that- Ball. Great name. Man means business out there. Uh, let's see. How long was this draft? When was this draft? I totally forget. I want to say like two weeks ago. Really? Yeah. Oh, I was. How did I miss this? It's very interesting that like teams also had the option to like pass. You could pass in this draft? Yeah. Like as the draft went on, like you could pass. Like, nah, I'm good. Yeah. Very interesting. That's, and obviously the boy, Jameel Demby, fourth round, pick 29. Going to uh, the Vegas Vipers as well. And then you're going to love this. The specialists. I don't know if you're ready for this, Pitts. There is there is a notable specialist in this league. In terms of kicking, punting. Going, I wish he was on the Vegas Vipers because it would make it that much better. Going to the Arlington Renegades. From Fort Valley State. Former Pro Bowl punter, Marquette King. No way! Let's go! So stoked. Now Matt is on a Vegas. So stoked he's in the yeah, league, though. I, I, am, I am hyped he's in the league. He was electric. He's so good. And he can still boot it. Uh, oh, yeah. Taylor Rossellino, also in the league. I remember him when he was coming out in the draft. Uh, and then Brad Wing, also in this league, punter for the San Antonio Brahmas. I remember Where him. Where do I know that name? He punted for... He punted for the Giants and the Steelers. Oh, I remember the Steelers. Okay. And he was also signed by the Eagles as an undrafted free agent in 2013. He also punted Ooh. for LSU. I also wanted him to be like the Eagles punter forever because you're playing for the Eagles and your last name is Wing. Come on. Yeah, that's just match man heaven. And then Houston drafted uh, Race Porter. (laughs) Race? His first name is Race. R-A-C-E. Great name. Okay, like what? Like where are we getting? Who looks at a kid and goes Race? Race Porter. That's what I just want to know. Like, I just, who looks at a kid and just says race? This is an unreal name. Oh, also Abram Smith in this league as well. Abram Smith sounds regal. It sounds yeah. very elegant. I don't Great know why. Name. Char- oh, Orlando Guardians wide receiver from Miami, Charleston Rambo. Oh, that's, that's a whole thing. Great name. Great that name. Is, that is a name you would see. I'm, I'm like low key excited for the XFL. Oh, me too. Yeah, I feel like they're finally because it that was the thing. It had legs before all the shit in the world happened. And yeah. it was getting there. Because that was I forget what week it was, but wasn't the beer snake at yeah. the XFL event? Yeah. And it was like DC. that's when it was really hitting its height of popularity. In the Dude, rock, and like all the logos are sick. Really? Like the DC Defenders logo is pretty much the same. Uh, Houston Roughnecks logo is the same. The Battlehawks logo is the same. Guardians is pretty much the same, except they have green in the logo now instead of it being black and red. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Vipers is sweet. Brahma's logo is sweet. Sea Dragon's logo is sick. I love how everyone was like, what the hell is a Brahma? And I'm like, oh, you guys are so, so naive. That's what is on the rocks. Right arm, bicep tattoo. It's a Brahma bull. And he went by the Brahma bull in his time in WWE. So, well, XFL history fact for everyone. Out Look there. at that. Yeah, I'm excited for the XFL. Um, should be good, should be good. Might be going to Vegas soon. That would be really good. Might if be you going get to Vegas, Vegas soon. I mean, it makes sense. You know, Vegas, film more of the documentary. Absolutely. Shout Why out to the XFL. There? It starts the week after the Super Bowl. See, I like that. Don't give football fans a time to rest. That's what they don't want because they don't want that lull period. Then they'll get into something else. If you go right after the Super Bowl and it's a different style of football, you're going to be good. It's going to be a wild time. Um, but looking forward to it. Shout out to Jamil Demby. Shout out to Isaiah Pacheco. Superstar. Superstar in the making. Hell of a touchdown dance. Um, we'll talk more about that on the Dan Russo Show. Recapping everything from Vineland Football this year later this week. Make sure you tune into that. Uh, but Pitts, anything to plug? Um. After this, I'm going to go live on the Nonsense Sports Network Twitch, uh, getting that back, getting that going again at 7 o'clock. I will be on the Gillette Gazette podcast live. We're doing it live for the first time through my Twitter at Pat underscore Pitts. We're going to break down the entire Patriots-Vikings game. And then, uh, yeah, we got that thing that you broke news on earlier in the works, and I'm meeting up the with The thing uh, without telling them what the thing is. Yeah, I meet up with uh, you know, OC about it, and uh, it's good. We're we're getting that going, and then obviously we got Monday Night Raw tonight. So like, if you also are a wrestling fan, um, Pat underscore Pitts, my tweets. I did go to War Games, and let me tell you, War Games Survivor Series is in my top three favorite pay per views I've ever attended. It was so good from the. Women's match to kick things off, and then the main event, the whole storyline with the bloodline. I mean, there is not a better time in life than to get into wrestling than right now. Just saying, and I'm so happy to be big things coming 2024. I'm just saying, just 2024 is gonna be wild. Things in the works. So uh, make sure you guys are following us on the socials at Underground PHI, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook.com slash Underground Sports PHI. Follow Pitts on Twitter at Pat underscore Pitts. Follow me at KBIZZL311. Subscribe to the podcast feed, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Leave a five-star rating and review. It helps the show continue to grow and take it to where uh, this thing becomes our full-time careers, which is what we all want. Uh, and then, of course, subscribe to the Underground Sports Philadelphia YouTube channel, youtube.com slash at Underground Sports Philadelphia. Uh, we're on that road to 1K. We're at 314 subscribers right now. Need to hit 1K like I need oxygen. Uh, so go subscribe to the YouTube channel. Smash that like button. Ring the bell icon. Comment down below your thoughts on everything Pitts and I talked about on this episode. Anything you want us to talk about in the future with myself and Matt or whenever Pitts is back. Let us know how you feel about Pat Pitts' inaugural power rankings. Ooh, and, um, I want to hear the, the good, the bad, the ugly. Let us know in the comment section below. And a uh, big thank you to our sponsors who make this show happen. Main Auto LLC, Security 21 Security Systems, Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated, and the Dental Wellness Center of Vineland. But this has been episode number 485 
of Underground Sports Philadelphia. For Pitts, I'm KB. Next time we talk to you, it will still be November. But we're closing in on the end of the year. December's almost here. Winter is coming. Uh, But until then, we're getting the heck out of here. We are signing off. Peace.